Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Cleocast. My name is Matt. And I am RC. So what have you been up to recently? Um, a lot of stuff, <laughs> but not a lot of stuff I'm going to talk about. <laughs> okay. What What have you been up to recently? Oh, uh, so I had a uh, family emergency that's been pretty stressful, but, you know, now we're here to hang out and record everyone's favorite Kansas City-based local podcast. So there we go. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. That's right, listeners. You don't get to know shit. <laughs> We're not going to tell you anything. Yeah. <laughs> why did we even bring that up? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, Here, I can. I can. We had a work party at my work today for Thanksgiving, and checks watched. Yeah, it is the fifteenth of November, uh, so it's not Thanksgiving. But uh, we had a work party, um, and it's one of those where, like, you know, they got the dance music going. You know, they got the drinks flowing. They had sh- some form of shot. I don't know what it was. It was like a black liquid. It smelled like peppermint schnapps. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know what this is. There's no sign. It's just like, here, take a shot of this fluid. Not going to do that at work. Um, <laughs> so it, it's one of those where it's just like, you know, they, they clearly are like, yeah, you can dance. We put on the thing. You know, dancing is approved. We got like party rock anthem going you know everybody's bopping but everybody's in like their business casual attire talking like yeah you know the the 441s are really good this week jim like oh yeah bill i really uh yeah, that account was like it's just like the, the 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 flashing lights and the music did not account for like what everyone was actually doing which was just standing around talking shop it's just ridiculous man i remember uh our holiday party last year uh it was in like february so after all like the holiday stuff mm-hmm. and it was like 45 minutes away from the office and it was at like 7 p.m on a friday and i was just like why do you expect like any person under the age of like 35 to drive 45 minutes for a 7 30 p.m friday event in february because well at least mine they like started before we leave work so like the party started at like four we get off at like five mm-hmm. so you know you get an hour off work effectively so it's a perk and like like our christmas party usually it starts at like you drive to the place at like two mm-hmm. so you get like three hours off i cannot imagine why they would do that where it's like okay go home see your wife and kids you're not married i know but mm-hmm. you know go home and see your kids you don't have kids <laughs> go home and see uh your folks but then you got to be back here in two hours, Ooh. and we're not paying you. I can go back and look at the ashes of my dead dog. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> do you talk? Do you talk to it? No. Hey, buddy, how's it going? No, it, it, it it's just on my mantle. I'm sorry to take this on a down a weird, sad turn. Sorry, yeah, listeners. At least we're not talking about sports. Yeah. Now about sports. Yeah. Um. So there. You were telling me earlier that they are floating ideas about bringing back the uh, Royal Stadium that goes over 670 instead of doing the other proposed sites that the Royals have. Yeah. I'm not sure if this is like actually based on anything, but this is from uh, KansasCity.com. It's, it's Kansas City Star. It's right? a rumor. It's a rumor. And it's like I'm, I'm not even sure if it's worth getting into it like fully because it's I think fully just somebody floating to the star. Hey, this idea that got you know axed and favor of the two that actually have got like fleshed out ideas and proposals maybe they'll still do that maybe they'll demolish the old KC star building and build it over the new 670 park which 
wouldn't be the worst idea, but it does kind of beg the question. It would be weird to take what is going to be basically a uh, pretty important park for downtown and just kind of co-op like half of it and which would end up resulting in almost the entire park being basically Royals-esque. Yeah. Because, I mean, I feel like people, if like part of the park is the baseball stadium, I mean, that entrance isn't really a public space. That's just like an extension of the stadium. Yeah, it it kind of restricts the actual public areas of the city-funded park. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then all of a sudden you're giving John Sherman design input on the city-funded park. And it's like, maybe maybe we'll keep that separate. Maybe we'll redevelop that area, have that be nice, and then maybe we'll put the Royal Stadium somewhere else that needs development and make the Royals pay for it. I think that's the better idea. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that that's sports. I mean, the... The Chiefs didn't play. Yeah, last, it was a bye week. Yeah. But um, I've been looking on Twitter. This is the now the Twitter review. People... Do we need like come up with segments like like sports talk and then now it's Twitter talk? Yeah. Because we, we do segments effectively. We, we yeah. have it structured like that. We just never actually like name them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you like listening to two terminally online people who spend most of their day on Twitter? No, that's why I don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's why you just make this podcast. And um, now it's time for Twitter talk with Matthew Farewell. All right. Um, so the Swifties have dug through Travis Kelsey's Twitter all the way back to when he joined Twitter. Yeah, back and, in like 2010. And he, they cannot find a single bad thing other than him spelling squirrel wrong. It's squirrel. Did you, okay, did you see the one I sent you about Easter? Yeah. Where he said, thanks, Jesus, for taking one for the team. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's been so many good ones. And then the, the one, like, out of nowhere where he's like, you know, the past is good because at least it, you know, provides escape for those who are in prison in the present. But there, there was also nap time with a bunch of exclamation part marks. <laughs> when he said... Wow, I'm going to be late for class today. It's only in 45 minutes, but I am busy. <laughs> you so busy. Uh, the God, this is this is just a great. It's like, oh my god, he is a fascinating man. Um, here is one that I uh, sent to some people. Uh, whereas Travis Kelsey from uh, 2010 saying, "Ooh, just got called back from a job. I'm about to try and to get." It's going to be nice working for 13 an hour. All I got to do is show up, smiley face. I try my best to read it how it's written. That That's probably when he got the job doing, like, calls. Like, he, he was he, he, on the New Heights podcast. He was talking about doing cold calls to try and get people to sign up for Obamacare. It's <laughs> probably that job. <laughs> he was doing... <laughs> He's like, yeah, I learned a lot about people that, you know, during that job. Uh, no, the other one was happy Easter to all exclamation point, exclamation point. Hashtag shout out to Jesus for taking one for the team. Dot, dot, dot. Ha ha. It's so good. I, he should, he should, he should, he should still post like this. I mean, he was born for this. Here's another one. The moon looks crazy tonight. I'm going to chill out here for a little and just visualize my success and vibe to the CNRE. <laughs> now, my conspiracy theory is I think he got suspended for weed 
right around this time. <laughs> so I think he might have been smoking pot when doing he tweeted this one out. He's he's just incredibly stoned. Yeah. It's great though. Here's here's another one from two thousand nine where he says, This Chick fil A tastes great. Had to get the waffle fries and a twelve count with the fruit punch medium sized drink with no ice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like and then his like current stuff is just like, you know, retweeting ads the commercials he's in the commercials he's in yeah where's the one like olive garden quote tweeted one of his tweets where he was talking about going to olive garden with his dad and getting fettuccine alfredo and it's just like man he is i i wish he still i really want him to i don't want him to retire but i really want him to just start posting like that again because he he might actually be illiterate (laughs) like, <laughs> no, the, he might be illiterate. The, the the man made it through college as a football player. Like you don't, Matt. He, he spelled squirrel. S q i r l e. And that oh, was it, one. He was in college for that. He's thirty three. Twenty ten. So all, all these are his college tweets. Yes, all of those were while he was going through college. I, I, I just I, I do appreciate that it was particularly the Swifties who dug back trying to find him saying something inappropriate, and it's almost entirely him just like <laughs> tweeting pure vibes, just borderline illiterate, but the greatest tweets you've ever seen. I it it it's that and like seeing the phrase kill a trav on a regular basis and it's just like, i don't know where kill a trav came from because i don't really pay attention but it's a college nickname um uh, yeah kill a trav like zeus you know all that stuff hmm. but no, it's 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 just like it's fantastic because it's just like i I, I saw another tweet where it's just like, you know, sometimes I look at stuff like this and it's like, man, I, I kind of wish I was dumber. Life would be a lot easier. Like, like if you could just, because look, he, he tweeted out about just visualizing his success and it worked out for him. Look at him. He's a multimillionaire. What am I? He's dating Taylor Swift. Well, yep. I, man, I wonder, like, it, Taylor Swift never had, like, a major social media presence that people could dig back and find, but, like. No, because she's smart. It's just there must be a reason the Swifties like him. I think they like him, right? Yeah, they like him. He's got the himbo energy. He's great. I mean, honestly, like the biggest things against his character are smoking pot in college and getting suspended. Which who cares? Mm-hmm. And sometimes he was mean to the refs during games and like talked back and stuff and got in trouble for that. Which again. And Man. getting his uh, brother's uh, truck stolen at a strip club in Cleveland. Yeah. But, like, other than that, my, we uh, have, we've spent six minutes talking about Travis Kelsey. Dude, dude Travis Kelsey rocks, though. He does rock. It, it, we need to start putting timestamps in the description for people. Because we're going to title this something like, like, streetcars of KC or like East West streetcar now or something like that. And they're going to turn it on and it's just going to be us talking about baseball and then Travis Kelsey for 13 minutes. Okay. They want my last little bit about Travis Kelsey though is, uh, is once again, rehashing stuff I saw on Twitter, but, uh, someone was posting a video of them walking in Walmart where now he has those like new, like microwaved, like potatoes and like, uh, burnt ends and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that, that like, like yeah, his meals or whatever. Yeah, he he has like a like a meal like brand his, thing in Walmart. Still burrito. Yeah, 
that, but not not not. He doesn't live in like a Dilbert shaped house. Yes, he lives in Leewood that he just bought in a gated community. He lives two blocks away from us. Oh, really? Yes. Cool. No, I don't actually know where he lives. I'm just. <laughs> I did and I, I was gonna say is like two blocks away is just I, n- I was just lying for the podcast so um, the viewers are like wow these guys live in a really rich area no, like, no 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 um but it, I remember uh, one of the Swifties quote tweeting it saying oh my god she's teaching him capitalism and I I've enjoyed that and this this living in my head rent free is Travis Kelsey being taught capitalism. I just I just saw a couple of posts just about how like Taylor Swift is effectively America's soft power projection now at this point, where like her fans are like saving democracy in Argentina or something because they're like like the brown shirts versus the communists in the streets, but it's the Swifties versus the like Peronists or something <laughs> like fighting in the streets. <laughs> it's just like, huh? Maybe Travis can learn something, you know? Yeah. I don't know, I'd, it, Travis for president, like, 2030-something? I mean, I... <laughs> I feel like he wouldn't do a, like, bad job. He just probably wouldn't know what he was doing for half of it. I mean, like, he seems like a chill guy. He probably wouldn't bomb people as much because he'd be like, nah, dude. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> So he his his like catchphrase. Okay, this is the last thing I'm going to bring up. His like catchphrase phrase on his podcast is he just calls things electric all the time. And Taylor uh, today when announcing like new tour dates in like South America was like, "Wow, yeah, this show is electric, everyone." It's like that is a common thing, but it is also Kelsey like obsessively just like, "Man, yeah, that play was electric." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that that's that's it for uh, football talk. Dude, fifteen fucking minutes. We we we, 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 we spent fifteen minutes like not we, telling. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll do timestamps. We'll we'll get better on the timestamps, everyone. All right. Well, into what we actually want to talk about. Um, we talked about in a previous episode. For those who uh, pay attention, uh, that you DOT cut Kansas City fifteen billion dollars to do a bunch of stuff. And one of that is a east-west streetcar expansion. Now, um, this has been in the works for a while, but uh, the t- project timeline is able to speed up based on the fact that they know they have um, a few B-words behind them to get this moving. Yeah. So this is from the Kansas City Star uh, that we got through the power of the internet because we don't give the Kansas City Star money, I don't think. Right. No, um, are we just gonna say like, yeah, we don't pay for our articles? Well, well, well it's by Joseph Hernandez from the KC Star, and this they did have a public meeting yeah. where they presented all of this information. So I believe this is effectively Joseph Hernandez just some summarizing that hour yeah. long, which you will we'll link in the description. You can just go watch the pre- presentation for yourself. Yeah, uh, Joseph Hernandez, drop your Venmo. We'll Venmo you a dollar for your artwork. Yeah. All right, an east-west streetcar, question mark, Kansas City Transit officials unveiled proposal for 16 new stops. The Kansas City Area Transportation Authority and the Kansas City Streetcar began looking into an east-west streetcar in April 2022. On Thursday, they unveiled plans for 16 stops along 39th Street, Linwood Boulevard, and Main Street. The route would connect Van Brunton Boulevard all the way to the University of Kansas Health System. The proposed stops are around a quarter 
to a half a mile apart and would connect uh, nearby public transit similar to the Main Street streetcar route and bus lines. Proposed route would be identified in the first phase of the East-West Transit study, which involved public meetings, one-on-one meetings, micro-meetings, digital engagements, project manager A.J. Ferris said during a meeting held over video conference. So one thing I do have to say, though, is... um, kind of current events um i-10 in california burst into flames i think that was like from an accident right i think it was they the city had to dispute with or the county had to dispute with somebody who was using the underside of it as like a storage area Mm. over like they weren't paying their lease or something like that they were trying to get them to move their stuff but then eventually it caught on fire it was like a material storage or something that they recognized was dangerous so Anyway, I, I just think it's weird that they're able to cut through and basically, like, refurbish that in a, like, snap. But it takes multiple meetings to try and get this moving when... I, I've talked about this before, and it's just my opinion. But it, it's the same with, like, the Philadelphia one where that highway collapsed. And then in, like, a week, they were able to get it reopened. Where, again, I, I feel like environmental review, public surveys, all that stuff is good and should be done. But there is a certain aspect of that which gets weaponized to either slow down or cancel projects that some people might not like going through, such as I-10. doesn't need an environmental mm-hmm. review. doesn't need any of this stuff. It can get accelerated, fast-tracked. It's a national emergency when it needs to be replaced, even though the city has not shut down and traffic has not really gotten that much better. Whereas with this, where it's like, yeah, public engagement is good. We need to get the opinions of people that live there. But this planning phase has been going on for like almost two years now the east west portion isn't going to be open until maybe like what 2027 probably at the earliest like what it it just takes so long to do this but then like the 69 express project the highway expansion that's happening in kansas no engagement survey, none, none of that stuff. There's not constant meetings. There's not constant, okay, here, we're going to ask what the neighborhoods want. They just approve it, $500 million flat. There you go. It's going to be open this year. Like We're going to construct a similar length stretch of highway uh, <clears throat> as this east-west streetcar because um, it's 16 every half a mile, so it's what, like, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's just, it's just, when it's a highway, it always manages to go fast. And when it's anything but, it's 20 meetings, all that stuff. But we're making progress uh, thanks That's to the true. Department of Transportation and giving Kansas City the money. And honestly, it looks like it's a pretty fleshed out uh, route that they have going on. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. Let me just finish the last little uh, paragraph or so and get into it. Uh, the results he received... From Phase 1 survey suggested the streetcar is the preferred option for 73% of the surveyors wanting the streetcar instead of a bus line. In the same survey, 60% of people preferred the route to go through Linwood Boulevard instead of 31st Street. Alex Miller, a communication strategist at Parson and Associates, said a little over 2,000 people took the survey, and around 1,500 of those people took the survey online. He did not reveal the demographics of the participants on the survey. Now, I took that survey. Yeah. Uh, Linwood, I feel like, is a... Like, Linwood Boulevard is one of those... Uh, Kansas City is a boulevard system designed by... Uh, Ed, Ed, his first name is Joseph, I believe. Joseph Kessler, or was it George Kessler? I think George. George Kessler. Um, basically designed to 
you know, during the City Beautiful movement to basically give Kansas City these great boulevards. Linwood is one of them. It's maintained by the Park Service. The issue uh, that a lot of people have had with uh, Linwood is um, it mainly runs through some historically uh, disenfranchised areas throughout Kansas City. Um, Kansas City had uh, some severe redlining problems that uh, basically drew one line straight down Troost. And most of these stops that would go down Linwood would be past Troost, which is a entirely disenfranchised and a part of Kansas City that is, you know, poor and less developed than the rest of the city and uh, is lagging lagging behind due to circumstances by basically being, you know, cut by 71 Highway and uh, I-70. So this might be a pretty solid opportunity to be able to connect uh, the communities basically bisected by 71 uh, back into, you know, the part of the city that's been seeing a resurgence. Which I did. I did read something about the construction of 71 in a book I was reading. And uh, it's just like, yeah, there was major pushback against it being built, but they pretty much literally and figuratively bulldozed their way through it and just kind of ignored everyone. Uh, so... And then it's just like, okay, here, we've split this community in half, and yeah. it doesn't really help anything. So that highway probably could be torn down with very little actual consequences for the rest of the traffic pattern in the city, and it would probably go a long ways. Uh, anyways, but broadly, I, you know, someone else I was uh, listening to talk about this, not listening to, somebody else I was talking to about this was talking about how their major concern with especially this Linwood thing is Maybe not the gentrification effect, but just that a lot of people around that route area uh, rent. So whereas you would normally see like on like a, like say this were to go down a suburb street, mm-hmm. right? Like a streetcar, it would raise property values, which is good. Um, but the issue they were finding with this is, well, it's going to raise rents, which is not as good because all of a sudden you're going to price a lot of people who live in that area out. Their solution was just to run a bus line, but I don't see how that wouldn't cause the same issue. I don't even necessarily agree with not expanding infrastructure because rents might go up because I think that the solution is, you know, just also build more housing. Just, just yeah. keep rents down. I mean, why, why why would we keep a, you know, economically disenfranchised area of the city, which is basically in an island that is uh, completely surrounded by highways, basically? Um out from being connected to the rest of the city and being able to, you know, prosper with the city. Yeah, I mean, because we're about to have like a f- about half of the main Kansas City corridor down Main Street is going to have a uh, base until Main Street ends and Brookside Boulevard kind of begins mm-hmm. uh, is going to have a streetcar connector, um, which opens up if this expands and goes down Linwood, op- expands to basically most of the city where there's large employers that you can go to. So if you, it, I mean, if you don't have a car, it, this opens up way more options. Well, and the other thing I see is this is going to finally, and maybe dozens of other areas, but majorly this is going to finally connect some schools to the line. So you'll be able to see this not only as a vessel for commuting, but also a vessel for you know, in the morning, it can provide like a public service. So kids, like like the New York subway, kids mm-hmm. can ride to you know Central High School or whatever on it. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden, your limited funding you might have in your district for school buses, because I know that's like a metro wide area. 
a metro-wide problem is school buses. Yeah. All of a sudden, you don't need to pay for the one on Linwood because, you know, that's like a municipality now. There's like a fixed transit infrastructure there. So now your school buses can be rerouted and, you know, more efficiently get people around. This also, I, I think the oldest stoplight in Kansas City is at uh, Linwood and the Paseo. So uh, I could be wrong on that. Uh, so mm, I'm it, not sure. That's not the Paseo. The Paseo is going to be a little bit further over. We have the map up, by the way. Yeah, we're, um, we're looking at the map. You can look at the map, too, if you're yeah. not from the area. I am struggling um, to find the Paseo. I know it's the big one. Okay, that's Prospect. No, no, you're, you, need, you, need to go, you need to go west. I know. There you go. So you, you see you go a bit further the over. The problem is, is that Google. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Yeah, yep, there, it, there is. it is. Yep, I was oh, right. Oh, God, I hope they don't tear that up. <laughs> or or is it going to go in between it? It's probably going to go in between it. I don't think they would need to tear that up. It might actually keep people from running into it, because I feel like people keep running into it. Yeah. Um, Especially if they get the dedicated um, transit lanes, which is, we'll be getting into that. Yeah. Have you have you seen any of these proposal stuff yet? No. Okay, good. So, okay. So the proposed route on Linwood, and oh, I guess, I guess the one last thing. We're just talking about the Linwood side, so the 39th Street side. Uh, it would finally actually connect the streetcar to Kansas. Yeah, um, I will say, um, 39th Street is a really, really, really cool neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to probably not allow cars to go down 39th Street because it's a tight street already with cars. Yeah, no, uh, no. it's an extremely narrow street and it's very busy. Yeah, so I don't know how that's gonna work out with. Um, a streetcar going down it well we'll show you uh okay so back to this though okay the proposed route costs between 560 million and 60 million according to the study documents so the kcata and kc streetcar are looking for public feedback on the proposed route they have a survey open for residents to take online which will be open until 11 59 p.m and on december 1st if you are a resident go ahead and take that survey uh but if you're not Go ahead and take the survey. Who cares? Uh, Ferris said the next phase in planning for the proposed route includes environmental review, preliminary engineering, advanced planning, and continuing their public engagement efforts, which is good. I mean, environmental review is good. It's just on the fifth time you're doing the environmental review, that's where it's like, okay, this is no longer an actual thing you're doing. This is just trying to do the project. Is there an environment that is on concrete on these streets? I think you're thinking like wastewater runoff. You're thinking like, uh, you know, flooding mitigation, that kind of stuff. Okay. You know, there there is, it does, and we have not moved 39th Street outside of the environment. <laughs> so, uh, so after that, he said they will begin coordination with the Federal Transit Administration, which he said will allow them more opportunities to receive funding for the study. So then they list out the proposed stops. I don't think we need to read those off because I don't think... And it's really conducive to a podcast medium. But uh, KCATA and KC Streetcar are working with the city of Kansas City, Missouri, the unified government of Wyandotte County, and Kansas City, Kansas, and the University of Kansas Health System to evaluate public transit options between Van Brunt Boulevard and the KU Health System. So if they can get Wyandotte County on board, that suddenly opens up more northernly east-west transit options, you know, maybe connecting down the west bottoms or something and then that also opens up new avenues for funding because i believe the like money that goes into the bus system 
is a different pool of money than the money that goes towards the streetcar because that's still, I believe, currently the transit development district. So I think Jackson County is like entirely pays for the streetcar right now. So if you can get Wyandotte County to start forking over some money, all of a sudden the entire operating budget can grow too, you know? Yeah. Plus, you can connect it to the Great Tacos in KCK. And the best barbecue in Johnson County at some point. That's in Wyandotte County. Is it in Wyandotte County? Yeah, it's in Wyandotte County. It's on, it's on the county line. Okay. I but it's on sure. the northern end in Wyandotte. They still need to connect it to Johnson County, though, at some point. I'm picturing one on Metcalf, by the way, at some point. I think that'd be the best road for it. Maybe. Yeah. I've thought about this. You thought about it? Yeah, I've thought about it. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting you to like disagree or something, but you're just giving me a really weird look. So what would the streets look like if the east-west route is implemented? This section is not going to be very good medium, uh, just audio only. So we will link the uh, presentation notes. You can go look at these photos for yourself, but we will do our best. So, if the east-west streetcar route is approved, six route options will change the roads along the proposed route. Each option includes shared-use lanes of the same kind used on Main Street route. So, for the 39th Street options, the first option for 39th Street features a dedicated parking lane next to the shared-use lane. So, that's, you know. The second removes on-street parking in favor of a turning lane between the shared-use lanes. And then option three adds dedicated parking lanes to both sides of the shared-use lanes. So if you imagine they on this photo right here, for example, number three, they have two center running streetcars and then parking lanes. So it's effectively four lanes, but two of them are just used for parking. And then the other side of the parking, they've got sidewalk, obviously. So then for Linwood Boulevard options, they have dedicated driving and streetcar lanes are shown for the first option for Linwood Boulevard along with the transit shelter in between the streetcar lanes. So for this one, it's... Uh, Basket, uh, what? Uh, it's it's a big curb with a in the middle like an island with uh like you know protection like a shelter and then street cars running next to that curb um and then cars on the outside next to the sidewalk it, it looks very similar to uh kind of what's going on in Minneapolis if you ride the Minneapolis system yeah kind of yeah it is kind of how streetcars used to run. If you ever look at old pictures of American cities, is they did used to just be center running, and you'd have to just like run over the road. But that was also before they really uh, penalized jaywalking and stuff. So you could just walk into the road at any point. Um, so it works a little bit better. So for option two, driving lanes are in the middle of the streetcar lanes, and protected biking lanes are added to each side of the street. So for Linwood. That mean they'd be uh, the streetcar would be running in maybe somewhat dedicated lanes near the curb, and then there'd be a bike lane, you know, between the curb and the sidewalk, and then the two middle lanes of the four lane road would be driving lanes for regular cars, so no on street parking. So the third option features protected bike lanes on each side, a parking lane, shared use lanes, and a transit shelter. So the biggest reason for the routing up on Linwood Boulevard instead of 31st Street was the availability of a right-of-way. Allison Bookwalk, the planner Ivy 
Planner 4 for Kansas City based infrastructure design firm HNTB said during a meeting. Linwood is twice as large in terms of right of way to make space for the streetcar, so that allows us to consider things like dedicated lanes. Whereas 31st Street, that's a non starter, she said. There's not enough room on that street to have dedicated lanes, and the advantage of considering that option is to have a more reliable and potentially faster travel speed to the corridor. That's the end of the article. That's the article. Shout out Joseph Hernandez. Um, check him out. Um, if you give the Casey Star money, you can read this article. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll link it, obviously. So, But th- anyways, that's the exciting things that are happening here. I mean, that's East-West is good. I feel like, and maybe this has just been the case everywhere, and we're just now getting our transit projects, and we haven't had any before. But, man, I feel like this thing is going at a freaking crawl. We're about to hit the 10-year anniversary of the streetcar opening, and its first expansion is, like, going to be barely done by the time that starts. Like, I just... Again, the biggest thing is just a similarly priced project happening in Kansas, and it's only going to take a year to build. Meanwhile, like, the Main Street expansion, which is, you know, similarly priced, is taking three years to build. And it's like... One of those is constructing an entirely brand new, you know, uh, whatever lanes, what, what, uh, toll lanes for a highway, like four-lane toll lanes for like one 10 lane. miles of highway. Well, they had two lanes, one on each side. Well, so, they're expanding it, too. They're, they're well, adding the toll lanes, and they're adding uh, extra lanes to I, 69. I thought they were keeping the free lanes the same, but the toll lanes are the extra lanes added. I thought they were expanding it one lane and then also adding a toll lane for a certain section of it. Huh. That's what I thought. Either way, they're they're adding new. They're they're adding a rich person lane. They're not just yeah. They're not just repaving a road and putting rail in it. There's also been I've heard some chatter about uh, K10 and 35 becoming Kansas Turnpike toll roads. Yeah, I got a K tag. Cool. I mean, right. that pays for the roads. It's yeah. like, I, I can't really. Well, I mean, that's all I have for today. That's all I have. I mean, it's 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 optimistic. It's good. It's finally expanding it east-west, finally expanding it into Kansas. But again, I don't think we have a time when this project will even be done. I think it, it'll probably start construction next year at this rate, obviously, because it's November. But that's just like a probably. I don't even think we know that it'll start next year and won't start in 2025. But honestly, my big criticism of KC Streetcar, can we do two things at once? Can we can we, can we we have two construction projects going at the same time in different parts of the town? Like, do we have to finish the Main Street thing in two years and then start the next project? Can we, can we just like do two things at once? Let's clog the entire city with construction. Yeah, honestly. I mean, you get it done faster. It's not like it's not already clogged with construction on any given day, you know? All right. Well, this has been the ClioCast. My name is Matt. And I am RC. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Clio History. You can email us at ClioHistoryPodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a review if you'd like. Uh, If there's, like, a rating or algorithm, like, likable thing, please do that. That helps us a lot. Uh, We're available where you get podcasts. Um... Yeah, and if you have friends that are into a the you know whatever goes on in the thirty first largest metro area in the country, and sometimes sports, uh, let them know. All right, that's all I have. Bye, bye.